Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. Great episode today. The director of uh, Workaholics, uh, Kyle Nuichek, plays Carl on Workaholics. They just started their seventh and final season. Um, fucking sad, man. What a what a run, you know? A show that, you know, just happened because uh, Adam Devine, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, and, and Kyle Nuichek became buddies, formed a friendship, and... and found a, a, a just amazing chemistry that uh, is why some shows don't work, man. Like, people just, you can't force that. And uh, the story of, of meeting in, in Orange County and just all coming together with their different uh, backgrounds of comedy and the videos they created, the, he tells the whole story. It's really fucking awesome. And just meeting Adam for the first time and, uh, and, and them starting to make videos and then selling the show and then directing and directing Ben Stiller and and uh, wrestling an alligator in New Orleans for Adam Devine's house party. A lot of great stories in this one. Kyle uh, is also uh, smoking some doobie, some doobie pot uh, during the ep. And uh, we have some great stony moments. So uh, enjoy the hell out of this episode and watch Workaholics in its final season, Comedy Central Wednesdays uh, at 10 o'clock. Uh, the first episode aired last week. It was fucking so funny. You got to watch it. It's just a funny show, man. They're just so good. They got a good flow. The energy pops. The jokes are always good. Um, follow Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Newichek. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad, at Alan Podcast, at Alan Podcast uh, on Instagram. Uh, Adam Ray 33 on Instagram. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Live shows this Sunday. Holy shit. Live ALN Podcast at the Orpheum Theater in downtown LA. Riot uh, LA. Dot com for tickets. Our guests are Adam Devine and Brent Morin. Uh, Avery Pearson on the keys. Going to do some music. It's going to be fun. Uh, I know there's a handful of tickets left. So get over to RideLA.com and get tickets for the live Alan podcast. 5 p.m. Sunday, uh, January 22nd. Orpheum Theater here in Los Angeles, California. Uh, this weekend, Brad's in uh, uh, Addison, Texas at the Improv. Um, tonight through, uh, through Saturday. So get your tickets at Improv.com. Go see Brad in Dallas at the Addison Improv. I will be, where am I going to be, at uh, Mohegan Sun, the comics in Mohegan Sun in uh, Uncasville, Connecticut. I think that's like an hour away from Connecticut. Uh, headlining the Mohegan Sun comics in the casino. Come out and see me tonight through Saturday. Uh, yeah, get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com. And um, Astoria Merchandise, no longer working with us, but uh, we appreciate everything they did. And, uh, and we will have a new merch site up for you guys very shortly in the next few days. And uh, everything's going to be there. And uh, we got exciting shit that we're uh, creating. Um, some more uh, shirts and stickers and other cool paraphernalia that you can buy and support the podcast with. Uh, and uh, stay subscribed. Tell your friends. Go subscribe to about last night on iTunes. Pass it on. Spread the good word here in 2017. And uh, and keep enjoying these shows that are coming, like today's. Now that we got the Twitter handles out of the way, the merch info, the tour dates. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny workaholics director creator Kyle Newichek. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. It's about last night. 
Whatever's comfy. Uh, you, can, you can keep the water standing. You can knock it over. <laughs> For somebody who's directed so much TV and film, you are very nervous. Where are my boundaries? <laughs> Is this what I do? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you're talking to that nice. fuzzy thing. Where are my boundaries? <laughs> <laughs> you actually grab the mic a lot more confidently than I've seen some people. Like, the, you know, these are new mics, and being on the swivel thing definitely throws some people off. They're like, do I, do I turn it? Is there a right way to turn it? It's like when they're no, opening an Oreo for the first time. Right, totally. No, I just do it. Which, by the way, this weekend... Put it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the microphone. Yeah. What's up with this, though? Wait, is there is, is there is, little, is there anyone janky? that doesn't know how to open an Oreo, wait, is or not, is that just like wait no wait you, wait <laughs> wait was it not to, was it not is it is it a little are I'm are just you trying I'm doing my best oh, I, I think maybe <laughs> he's trying to get a good angle well, on that it. part maybe needs to be tightened this maybe, is yeah. all brand new when did they put this stuff in <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that should there we go what do you got man dude where's your text where's all there your tech is. support man. Uh, you're looking at him. Nice. <laughs> we, this is this is a two, sometimes three man operation. Arguably, with the use of the midget, it's a two and a half man operation. <laughs> so that's about uh, that's about it. Okay, and two and a half. There we go. Yeah. There we uh, go. First of all, I want to uh, congratulate you on a seventh and final season. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, it's premiering. You. Well, it's it premiering tonight that we're recording this, right? No, yeah. it premiered last week. Oh, it did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Premiere last week was the premiere. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the numbers were or what. How do you many pay attention to that stuff? No. Yeah. I haven't for a, a long time. Yeah. Why do Since it? Since we started declining. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like after season two, we just started going downhill, and I was like, ah, fuck the numbers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, it didn't hurt popularity. No, it was weird. It didn't make any sense to me because more people were recognizing and less people were watching. And I was like, what is it doesn't make any sense. I mean, do they even know about ratings now? Because so many people are watching online. So many people are watching on their DVRs. Like, I don't know how you really quantify what the ratings are. And And I don't think they do either, but they like to pretend that they do. Totally. They think they know what it all means. Yeah. But we haven't really experienced it yet. We haven't experienced the net you know, the internet numbers or like Comedy Central hiding their numbers and withholding the advertising revenue or whatever. You know sure. what I mean? It's like they're yeah. not sharing clicks. Then you don't know what. Yeah. You yeah, don't know it, what you get. We're in a we're in really a brand new world in terms of like what you what people what the ratings are. And no one really knows what to make of it yet. Like they're, but, they're still trying to figure it out. I mean, even so, the Nielsen ratings box was just a sampling of yeah. a certain amount it didn't actually it's just was like okay so like 50 people out of these 100 people watched, watched yeah 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 and this, this is how old they are and this so is what gender mean, they are so this is what we approximate that the rest of the nation is doing yeah. uh, i contributed heavily to say by the bell the college years like that probably <laughs> did you have a box uh, oh, so oh theory, that's right. You have to have a box. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. In yeah. theory, you did. I'm just yeah. saying emotionally, I contributed. <laughs> like to the show, like, to the storylines, to, to Zach finding his way yeah. in season two. Fan fan, <laughs> fan letters that they got. Yeah, to, absolutely. To, to, yeah. to hoping that Mike Golick stayed R.A. Well, the whole time. And then, Did you ever watch that show? <laughs> Not really. Oh, I, I mean, was, I was Breaker High, man. I was on I Oh, was on shit. That, yeah. I, was on I didn't boat. miss that that much. I remember when... Uh, How when, dare you? Like, Jesus, you can just say that right to oh, my yeah. face? Oh, yeah. Fucking. And, I'll, and I'll make eye contact as I do it. That was the reason. Yeah, I'm right. That was yeah. the reason Tiffany Amberthiesen got on Beverly Hills 90210 is because she was seen as a... You know what? This is not important. Kyle, thank you for being here. <laughs> I go off on a 45-minute <laughs> Tiffany Amberthiesen tangent, the yeah. first in I the mean, history of... this would be the Tiffany Amberthiesen podcast. And yeah. I, I'm surprised that there isn't one of those. I'm surprised there isn't one that just... 
dissects every single episode of Saved by the Bell. And There uh, probably is. There's yeah. a podcast for everything. There's going to be a pod... I mean, I'm already waiting for the amount of podcasts that are going to come out of like, like, like Trump America. Like, we discuss all the ways of how to not die or how to figure out, you know, everything's different now. Even Reese's taste different. But what I want to know... Um, yeah, bring, <laughs> make Reese's great again. Uh, <laughs> it's like, wait, me. what the fuck? This is all bullshit. Current, current <laughs> peanut butter, but... Grand peanut butter, it's bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna use brand new Trump peanut butter, oh which is God. actually used with elephant dung. Wait a minute, oh Trump my butter? God. It and people want it. And people actually want it. is elephant dung, very exquisite tasting. Everyone tells me. <laughs> Fantastic. Kyle, I wanna know uh, first of all, do you guys mention Trump at all in this season? Or do you Trump, do we do we say it? We might have said it. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember. We were shooting when Trump was elected. Yeah. Oh, that wow. was a trip. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. That yeah. was a trip. That was a sad ass day on set. Was it really? Oh yeah. People yeah. were people the, were upset. Beside themselves. Yeah. Does, does, do when things like that happen, do, I mean, because you know, I've had the uh, pleasure of being on the show and being around the set, and it, to me, I mean, I've been on a handful. It's like one of the coolest sets I think, probably in the history of television. Everybody is so fucking cool. Everybody's so on top of their shit. I wish you could see <laughs> the face that he just made and the thing he just lit up. <laughs> I'm so serious, though, dude. You guys are you're you're all so pro, especially in this last season when I came by a few days before you guys wrapped. It was like everyone. It's just uh, in sync, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and knows what their job is, but is like having a good time. And I think that probably inevitably leads to a quality product, wouldn't you say? Totally, dude. Yeah. I mean, everybody's there having fun together. And, and it starts from the top of you as a director. I mean, like, are you trying to, like, you don't go into something like that being like, all right, I got to fucking stay chill and be fun. or Well, kind of you do. Yeah. Kind of, kind of you do. Yeah. Because it's so, it's so stressful, you know, just trying to get it done, just being responsible for getting all of the pieces for the puzzle. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that still is the director's responsibility is get everything. Yeah. It's just like, you know, a lot of it comes from the vibe on set. So if you put that out, then if you put out a good one, then people will come back with uh, with a solid, like comfortable performance. Therefore, yeah. your material is better. Is is yeah. there ever like an instance where you're on set and because you guys have known each other? And for those who don't know about the history of the show, I mean, you were in from the beginning, and we're talking about mail order comedy, which was the stuff that came before workaholics, and even a couple comedy <laughs> shorts before that with oh, the guys, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I I looked up one on your IMDb called uh, Bang Bus, and yeah, then yeah. I was like, wait a minute, he directed porn? What the fuck? <laughs> and then I looked it up, I was like, no, oh, it's just a comedy show. What if it yeah. was? What if Kyle? What if Kyle Nuchik, uh, You you were like, it, it it comes out in some like Tonight Show interview where you're like, yeah, and Jimmy's like, so uh, I hear you directed uh, Bang Bros and uh, and Two Girls One Cup. <laughs> Would you own that? <clears throat> yeah, I wonder if I the mean, director of Two Girls One Cup will ever own that. That's wild. You know what I was just. If those are your roots, though. Yeah, if those are your roots, go for it. That's that's your first viral sensation. <laughs> I mean, it really was. Dude. And <laughs> some no way about it. And some might argue the viral sensation. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, how could you not take credit for that? Well, there yeah. was a time when I YouTubed it, and it was that video had more views than Obama's inauguration speech. Yeah, and I go. Whoa. This is where our country is. Yeah, first yeah. black president, first shit and puke video. <laughs> you know. I mean, I I I'm waiting for like the. Uh, <laughs> VH1 behind the music on Where Are the Girls Now? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, totally. I think just take any guess and you're right. <laughs> like, like when a porno makes uh, makes fun of a, something like Simpsons or whatever, yeah, that's yeah. called like a porno parody. 
Yeah. What we're what, what are we doing? We're doing like a a parody of porno when we do the bang bus sketch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, how did like, you? So, uh, who who was coming? It was that group was you, Durs, Blake, and Adam. Yeah, that's that's the that's which the crew. essentially became Wilgogs. And so, how does that group? Uh, everyone's kind of told their version of the story. Who's been on? All the guys have been on. Like what? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, what? How did you meet uh, everybody? Well, Don't I mean, worry, I, I have copious notes about what their stories okay, were. So we I'm going to see. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to see if it all lines yeah, up. And if yeah. not, I'm just going to scream out, "Bullshit, Your Honor!" <laughs> this is how I remember it. Put your hand on the weed and swear to us <laughs> how you guys met. I solemnly swear to smoke the truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Blake and I were drawing comic books in third grade. You know what I mean? Like that's wow. how that's how deep it goes with him and I. Uh, we go back drawing comic books and then doing. Like like uh, stop animation shit together, wow. and then I'm yeah, kidding. with my parents' old um, camcorder. That's crazy. And that's in like high school, in like junior high. Yeah. Wow. Oh shit! So that's yeah. like taking a picture, moving a hand slightly, <laughs> yeah. taking yeah. another picture, moving hands sli- like that. All made out of clay. We called ourselves the Clay Lords. Oh God! <laughs> did. And yes, you, you are. Did. <laughs> I mean, do you ever like the same that's way 96. comics? That was 96. You're ahead of your time with that band. <laughs> the same way comics like go back through their old notebooks and be like, oh, I think I can make a joke out of that now. Like, Do you go back and go, I think I can make the Clay Lords work? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We talk about doing Claymation all the time. Oh, my God. Like, if we want to get back into it. It just takes so much time. We will. Yeah. When we're old and like retired. Yeah. Like, you just, right, and you just it. have time and you're all married and you're like, I need something that takes me out of the house for 12 hours or, yeah. or, during the day. No, I've yeah. seen like uh, Adam and, and Kyle Walsh's like old videos from like middle school and high school. So it's like, like, I mean, essentially, you guys all just being that creative at that age, you just were like, we need to find a way to like have an outlet to, to do stuff. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, like my grandpa and my dad were both like um, video camera dudes and computer guys. They dude, well, that's it. key. Yeah. So they, they were like on the cutting edge of computers and on the cutting edge of of cameras. So, so that's I how you was, get an interest in it. Right. So I was just like, oh, this is right here. Okay, cool. So then I would grab the old cameras and go shoot the either the claymation stuff, or then I got a, v, a VCR one that had like a VHS tape. Yeah, and I just started shooting stuff, you know. Which is the way. Which I mean, people were probably wondering, like, how do you get to become a, a Hollywood director that is successful as yourself? Hey, man, you start doing shit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to exactly school, right. like, I mean. But, and and you did go to school. You went to the Los Angeles Film School. I did, but okay. at the same time, you were probably you were shooting stuff like before then, right? Yeah, just because you were just because that's what you were interested in. Exactly, man. It was super fun. I yeah. had a group of like super weird eccentric friends, you know, that really liked to perform. I was mm-hmm. heavily involved in like the drama program at school, and like the theater program and all that. And then it was like. Well, let's just get together on the weekends and go shoot as much as we can, and then I'll bring it back and I'll learn how to edit it. And then my little brother taught me how to edit, basically. Which, I mean, you talk about a skill that if you don't know how or you don't know anyone that knows how, like, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. just the process of editing is, I mean, now, nowadays it's a little bit easier with all, with all the tools that, that, that people have at their disposal just in their phones, but... Uh, at that time, like, like what? Were, you weren't at that point of cutting film, were you? Or did, no, no. no. I, at that point, I was going like, uh, I was shooting, uh, shoot one side. Like I'd shoot Adam talking, then I'd go over here and shoot yeah. you saying your line, and then point the camera the other way, hit record. Now you say your line. Point oh wow! You're, okay, so it's line by line. 
editing kind of in camera editing basically. yeah 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 wow we uh i mean my buddies and i would do that in eighth grade for like school projects and it yeah. was the same thing where you had to like hopefully you just called cut and you could like somehow or, or try to not even say cut so that you couldn't yeah you could like just always... make a signal because it's like if you yell cut then you're gonna have like every camera shot is gonna have a guy at the end going cut yeah, yeah like totally which, yeah. which became our thing after a while you know so it was like it made it our style to just have sure i mean everyone knows that alfred hitchcock like <laughs> like certain symbols and like to put himself in every frame you like to say cut after yeah. every frame and <laughs> so the people leave it in yeah, <laughs> uh was there was there do you remember making certain things that you were like and i think everybody does this where you were like this is so like ahead of its time or like oh dude totally like because you make yourself like, laugh with all this shit right like yeah. you go back and watch it and that's the best i mean sometimes it's just like it was just titling it was just like putting in titles well i mean like, we I, saw we see that with clay lords yeah yeah because now well, you're I like mean, even just yeah. the way they look though because they had like, yeah. this like green like smudge on the outside of this short that we made called the license club <laughs> and it was, it was when like we all just got our cars and we're like hey this is what's up this is my name and this is my car and then we turn it on and it's like the, and then we kind of peel out i put some sound effects in there and whatnot but I realize now, like when I go back and watch it, that I spelled license wrong. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> always, always. I couldn't yeah. tell you how to spell it right now. I right. don't to spell that fucking word. Hey, you know what? Now, doozy. The kids, in terms of spelling, they're, they're not going to know anything in 10 years because their entire lives, everything's going to be autocorrected for them. Oh, or it's just back to hieroglyphics with the emojis. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know? We might get back there at some point. Yeah. These are our cave, I mean, I guess we're pretty much cave there. walls are in the air. <laughs> right. Oh. Wow. Okay. That weed's kicking in <laughs> strong now. Yeah, like ca- like cave drawings are like in the air, man. But they really are. I, that's what <laughs> I'm, I'm on saying, board. man. I'm on board. Look, I've smoked enough to soberly <laughs> jump on board with yeah. statements like that. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then, so you, when you, uh, you and Blake, I mean, you just kind of, when you, uh, is there a point when you're like, we need to continue this like past middle school or high school like we just need to this is oh. pretty special like yeah, or fun or you probably you don't think in terms of business yet at that age do you well i mean yeah yeah we did because okay. we made like wow. an, we made like an album uh and sold it at our high school you know like a rap <laughs> album that was like czechoslovakian rapping <laughs> oh like, my god is it online still uh, uh i don't know if it's out there i have no idea it's it's basically it's like the first incarnation of the wizards the wizards rapping yes. is a better idea yes <laughs> but czechoslovakian's rapping was just as foreign so us. like are you doing rapping like this do no, you no not no, like russian this. There's zero. What's anything. Czechoslovakian accent? It was exactly. Just, it was just cool costumes that we found at the Salvation <laughs> Army, and we like, both had like Czechoslovakian descent. So <laughs> you're like, all right, that'll work. That and that and <laughs> yeah. that's the kind but, of of background where your average person won't go, hey, that's Yugoslavian asshole. Right. Like exactly. your your average one's like, yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So not, I mean, we had like a we we like had a, an idea of how to how we could maybe make money in the industry. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or a thought that it could be real. Right. So we found our way to Orange County after high school. That's because that was close enough. Right. To, <laughs> without <laughs> jumping in the ship immediately. Right. Yeah. Well, we didn't know. We thought I thought it was going to be really close, but it wasn't that close. No. As someone who uh, <laughs> so you were like we're ten who, minutes away. Yeah, yeah. I was going to OCC like Community College yep. down there. And, I know where it is. And I was like, this he's from is Fullerton. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So I I, I know the area. So yeah, yeah. yeah and it, it's always like people outside of Orange County and Southern California think like, oh yeah, it's like right next to each other, right? I mean, because like 
people in the in the Midwest, you hop on a plane in in an hour flight, you could be in six different states. Right. Like it, it's so the fact that uh, with traffic and everything else, it's like an hour and a half to sometimes two hour drive that blows people's minds. Yeah, totally. They're like, no, but you're right there, right? Eh, not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> Kobe yeah, took didn't... a helicopter to the Staples Center and he lived in Orange County. Right. That, that just kind of shows you, like, there's a little, there's a little bit of distance in there yeah totally yeah so i did that and then like uh then i went that didn't really work but then i went to uh la film school right mm-hmm. and then that's when it just all kicked in i was like okay cool i'm just gonna make stuff because you just it, it, everyone should take it a little more seriously and and there's proper training or yeah it was a concentrated year i had like 12 months i didn't really like school yeah so it was it would it helped me to just get in and out yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then I learned everything I could about editing, gripping, gaffing, everything on set. You know, sound, all yeah. of the above, acting, producing, and then, you know, was done. Yeah, and th- the thing is, when you're learning how to make films, yeah, you can sit in the classroom all you want and uh, dissect film and study film and look at every Martin Scorsese movie ever made, or you can just go out there and. Do it. Yeah. Like you can you need start a little bit of both, though, right? Making films. You gotta have both. Yeah. But I mean, they grow just, they grow hand in hand. So, like, the films that I didn't see in film school when I was making films, I'm mm-hmm. watching now and I'm growing as a filmmaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Probably almost more so because you have the experience to, to uh, view them with, right? Like, yeah. You, like, yeah. can recognize things that you now have done yourself. Yeah, totally. Um, so then how do you meet Adam and Durs? Oh, we met... Uh, Adam was Orange County. He was in Orange County meet because him and Blake did improv together. Okay. And they were just... I think they just battled for laughs at every improv meet. I only like maybe see, saw one of them. Mm-hmm. I can't really remember them on stage. Yeah. Because I was up here going to school at that point. Right. But uh, yeah, so then... But I, when I met Adam, I was like, oh, okay. So you're a lifer. You're in this to win this. Like, you can make me... <laughs> crack the fuck up like at yeah. any given moment yeah and i and like i was a huge i mean i just love making jokes with with my homies so it was mm-hmm. like it was like punch for punch like yeah it's just so much fun yeah and when you find someone that you could roll with and that gets your sense of humor and that like bounces stuff off you you're like oh yeah let's just do this all the time oh dude totally so it's like all right i'm i'm living up in la you want to move up to la mm-hmm. and while i was going to film school he would come up and stay at my apartment and go do sets at the improv and whatnot. So we yeah. find our way out there and uh, shit. Yeah, and then just kind of grow. I mean, and what you guys do? You would shoot little things on the weekend, or yeah, I invited him up to do some things with the film school. Like, yeah, like oh, so yeah. there's old Adam Divine. Uh, there's some LA film school <laughs> stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I was the production designer on one of them, and he came up because in the role that he had to play was the most ha- the handsomest man or, uh, around or something <laughs> like that. And the fucking director just kept going up to him and, and being like, be handsomer. I need you to be more <laughs> handsome. What a great note. And I'm like, I'm like putting balloons in the background as the production designer yeah. and like talking to him. He's like, why did you bring me up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's experience, man. I mean, be handsomer. What a great note. Yeah. I mean, uh, where's that guy? How many times did someone tell Matthew McConaughey that we finally fucking listened? He's like, oh, that's what I have to do. Oh. I just have to be right, handsome. Right, 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 I don't right. know, man. Just listen to the director. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so then, uh, and then Durs. And Durs was was uh, a pickup from Second City when Adam right. was doing Second City. Oh, dope. Yeah. So Durs saw Durs was like a writer uh, that saw Adam in class and was like, "Yo, this dude's super funny. Let's 
I want to write with them. And then they started writing together. And then I met Anders through Adam. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's it's kind of, I mean, and shit, man. I mean, people talk about it all the time, like, with the, like, chemistry that you all have. It's like, it, and, you know, it, when you look at the success you guys have had with the show, it's like, you know, pretty unprecedented to have a, a, such a seamless, like, uh, and such diverse group of people that like clash together so uh, complimentary. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, can, how much now being a director too, and you've you know directed Community and, and um, uh, Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec, Happy Endings. Oh, yeah. So I mean, you probably seen on these sets too, all shows with great cast too, right? Like, oh, yeah. how key is is having that like natural chemistry? It's it's super key. Yeah. man. it's like people were always saying like we just want it to be like as natural feeling as workaholics and like. The, the naturalness of workaholics is not is not a put on you know what I mean like that's a real thing that's something right. that was earned off the screen it yeah. wasn't something that was earned on screen yeah there's that there's, there's that sort of it factor that when a cast comes together you can't you can't say okay get along in gel right well they try to I mean yeah they try to and it, it doesn't and, work and, yeah. that, and that's that same director that said be handsomer yeah. right <laughs> that's the same fucking note exactly have good chemistry just yeah. have good chemistry that's all you have to do well that you can't just have that you, yeah you, you, it's, you have to develop that or or it just either comes naturally or like you can't force that onto something yeah I mean the way I look at it is like we had a friendship that was four people you know what I mean and I happen to be the camera yeah. For a lot of it, so I was the conduit to the to the audience to let them in on this on this friendship. You know what I mean? Like that 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 w- we just watch them be friends, and I just sit there with a camera most of the time. So then the audience is like, "Cool, I'm sitting here with a camera too." Yeah, you know, it's a trip. Um, where are all like the 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 stories that you guys get for male uh, male comedy? Then you have workaholics did you guys work in an office at any point like are these all stories that you that you guys are pulling from well i mean we all had our share like i i ended up teaching at the la film school so i had like kind of an office job there okay yeah and then uh i know durs and adam both did call center stuff right um blake was a delivery driver for a majority of his la career (laughs) (laughs) pre-workaholics imagine that guy showing up with what like juices or (laughs) (laughs) printer ink I would what? just I would oh. just assume Monster Energy drink. Like, <laughs> just look at that hair. You're like, or yeah, headbands. Yeah. yeah, it was sandwiches. It was just Sako sandwiches at, down in Westwood. I mean, it sounds like a killer <laughs> that was gig. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, totally lost my train of thought. Well, it, do, it does. I mean, working at a <laughs> like, Telecorp is like yeah. Oh, yeah. that. That location when uh, Adam first told me that, like, he was like, "Hey, man, we're pitching this show," and like, and the and the backdrop for it, and I was like, kind of like again, and knowing just you know. I think, you know, and I've told everybody this, but the TV theme video was like, because I was doing a lot of video. That's one of the ways Adam and I bonded because we were one of the few comics that were doing consistent sketch videos, you know, because a lot of people were, you know, when YouTube hit, were like new, really had been doing stuff prior like you guys had and like I had, like before right. it. So you knew how to just be like, oh, well, let me just keep doing it. But now let me put it online and, and try to get people to see it, you know? Uh and when he, right. uh, when you guys did that one, he was like, "You got to check out this TV theme one because we, you know, had a mutual adulation oh. for TV themes and '90s shows." We're talking about someone's, you know, and Blake. We've talked about home improvement. Fucking, we might have talked about it for forty-five minutes when he was on the podcast, and uh, <laughs> oh, and I was yeah, like, dude. "This is one of the greatest videos." Of all time, because it's like you've never seen a look into it like that. That, that video, that video rocks. I, when we finished that, I was like, "This is the best thing I've ever been a part of." Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, I had that feeling. 
where it was like, this is so good. That's it's awesome. so gritty. It's so funny. Uh, and just like, I, I love that death to smoochy kind of look at the underbelly of a seemingly beautiful, like funny, innocent, yeah. sort, you know, thing. I love going beneath it to that darker core where you're like, whoa, all this fucking like fun <laughs> comes from this. Holy yeah. 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 Shit. No yeah. kidding. Uh, and then how do you guys get on Comedy Central's map? Uh, well, we were like pitching around over there for a while and mm. then nothing, 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 nothing. And then we made a web series called Fifth Year with this, uh, with these dudes, uh, Connor and Dominic, who are on the end of the shows. Every show, they're part of the creators. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, uh, so we made a web series. They had an office space. We had the house. We had this concept called the dude's house. We were like, let's do that. Let's do this thing. We've been doing this natural kind of like art imitating life thing. Yeah. And then we plugged it into an office as well because they had that. Mm-hmm. And so then it became, I think, a little bit more relatable to everybody. Yeah. You know, where it's not just a couple, it's not just guys at home trying to write sketches for the internet, which was what we were essentially doing. It was guys that work at a job trying to have fun on the weekend. And um, yeah. it was like, yeah. oh, that's okay. everybody. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that's what, I mean, that's now what everyone's have, thinking about doing all right. all week is, and then I'm, I'm sure... I'm, I'm sure when people know that you work on the show, or they or they or they find out, there's like, oh man, I'm like the, the Adam Divine character, of and this guy's the Durs in I'm our group. Carl, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah also, totally. the amount of inside jokes that you guys like created. Like, I mean, I'm sure you've well, had your fair share of yeah. like, because that again, you're 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 hitting on like that's every office across the fucking world of like the banter. Like, you guys uh, conveyed it so fucking well, but then obviously, like, come up with. Um, I mean, I, you probably have countless stories of people just like, like Adam is with the type butthole shit that he talks oh, about. Yeah. Exact, of people saying shit that you guys, and uh, right, like all the time. I mean, I just like it. I, I have one really cool story when we were out in Philadelphia and there was this dude, we were at the Made in America uh, festival and there was this dude like hands in his head, like it was late at night and he just like, well, I think there's puke on the ground. You know, this dude was having a rough one, but he was wearing a free Carl shirt. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah. And do, and do you see that and go, yep, that's our demographic. And that so, is exactly yeah. who we're like, going for. Uh, all right. And so I went over there and I just sat next to him and I just like tapped him on the shoulder and I was like, don't worry, dude, it's all going to be okay. And he just went, oh my God. And just rallied and he was just like up and he's like sobered yeah! up. Dude. I sobered him up. That's dude. Wow. fucking unbelievable. That has to be the trip, like the trippiest moment. Oh, yeah. Where you're hammered as hell wearing a t-shirt <laughs> and you look up and see one of the stars and creators of the t-shirt that you're wearing. Oh, it's probably you that's probably like don't... an out-of-body out-of-body experience. You like that's that's what it's like to shit fart pee and come all at the same <laughs> yeah, time. <dude. laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's it. Not that I've done that before. No, it's gotta be. But now I kinda wanna try. Yeah, that's <laughs> insane. Well, good for you to like take advantage of that like, yeah that was cool that's uh and uh comic-con you guys have done a bunch right comic-con yeah is that Comic-Con's fucking great. bonkers as far as like getting to see a a uh you know isolated group of fans like that yeah totally i mean they kicked us we we haven't been able to go back and do another panel because our fans were too rowdy for real yeah like they wow were, that's yeah, cool yeah we did like the 1500 seat the hall it was, h it was great yeah and it was it was huge tom green was our our question dude oh my god tom, well when tom green's the moderator yeah. you know that question. some shit's gonna go down yeah totally 
And people were just like smoking inside and whatnot. Yeah. So they said, you can't come back. We have standards at Comic-Con. We have standards. We have a guy who paid 80 grand for a Batman suit outside and now can't send his kids to college. I was blown yeah. away. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, but yeah. we have standards. Yeah, but we have standards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what were yeah. some of the craziest questions or, or things that you've... Do you remember getting asked? Or, uh, I mean, because super fans yeah. get up and they just like they geek out so hard, and it's oh man, what is it? I mean, Durs always gets asked to freestyle, which is the weirdest slash what? like right. <laughs> slash like the <laughs> oddest moment because it's like, well, I'll drop a beat for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what is going on right now? Is there is, is there moments where fans want some kind of answer from you? They're like, "All right, so like, is there like, what's the symbolism behind tight butthole? Like, like what? Like, was this like an examination of uh, G, uh of like uh, the current political climate? You're like, no, it's just I can't a wait dumb for joke. that shit. I can't wait for that shit. That shit. That's going to be fun. Like as the show, as we're done now, and people start to look into what it was, and yeah. maybe it's like his, its significance. Yeah. That's going to be hella fun. But unfortunately, our fans, as we went along, did not care about that. <laughs> they go, only that cared yeah. about if we were drinking real beer or smoking, <laughs> smoking real weed. What do you we actually really smoke, up, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, is, I, I know. There's no way you can make that face. They're actually being fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like you guys just sit there and get so lit, and then just write this thing, huh? And it's like, I, I mean, it's sad because I hate to break it. Of to course, them. right? Yeah. You kind of want to be like, no, man. We kind of all have our shit together, and yeah. like, right? You're like, oh, so, but I'm fucked up, and I love you guys. <laughs> um, so keep doing it. Comedy but, Central's gonna just. Hand me a bag of money at some point, right? That's what they did for you. It's like yeah, eh, not yeah. really. It's not that way. You yeah. kind of have to actually work at it. Yeah, it's a trip. What it's, is the biggest difference from directing uh, videos for the internet versus then jumping to TV? Like once you got behind that chair and you had like the set and bigger crew and money. I mean, those are obvious upgrades. But like, is there a mentality shift with you? Do you did you go in like being nervous? Like, oh fuck, this is now like. A maker like this could be a big thing if I do this right. <laughs> I mean, I think it was just really fun to see how many people were like watching and quoting the the shit that we just came up with in the room. Yeah, you know, like, it was just, like that'd be funny. Yeah, that's like that'd be funny. Like that that would be funny if we did this. That'd be funny if we did the mangina. That'd be funny <laughs> if we, you know, thought a pre- uh, a predator was cool. That'd be funny if. Like, all these things were, like, just floating around this room, and then we got to put them out there, and people saw them. Hands-free like, masturbation. wild. <laughs> yeah. That's so cr- Yeah, what was the first one? Do you remember that, that came back? Or maybe somebody yelled to you that you were like, oh, my God, our, that's from what we did. Like, I mean, this when, is resonating. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, because people are always asking me where the rape man is. Like, <laughs> I roll up. I mean, hopefully you're not like out with your mom and dad at that time and someone comes up and goes, hey man, where's the rape van? I mean, that's the most fucked up thing. So like the rape van's real, right? Oh no. Yeah, they're always like, hey, did you get here in the rape van? I'm like, oh, (laughs) you know what? I'm just like, it's broken down. I like play into it for some reason. Yeah, like, for I sure. Have to Give them the yes moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they were like, "I'm out with my nana right now. Can we not talk <laughs> yeah. about the rape van?" She looks up at you guys. Wait, you, wait, you're the driver of the yeah, rape yeah. van? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, everybody around. Like my folks have had to get used to that, and you know, just like I think being Carl, they're always like, "Yeah, we're Carl's parents." <laughs> it's like you all. That's y'all went dope, along for though. this ride. Didn't were they? You? Were they? Are they supportive? I mean, through and through. Yeah, yeah. yeah and Palm's awesome. I mean, they're great. You know, we the irony with my folks is that um, 
like before when I was growing up, they they Concord, California. Concord, California. How many people live there? <laughs> I don't know, like maybe a hundred grand or something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And that's like East Bay, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So growing up, they would not allow me to watch South Park. Oh shit. Yeah, because it was not good. Mm-hmm. You know, like so I got MTV canceled, I had Comedy Central canceled, oh, I had no HBO. You no. just had Pax and Hallmark and Yeah, yeah, I touched by an angel and my <laughs> fucking lethal weapon. <laughs> just but not but not even the lethal weapon where they curse. It, no. it, 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 yeah. it's where it's where Danny Glo- uh, Danny Glover's like Man, I'm getting too old for this stuff. <laughs> Some horribly dubbed. Yeah, so they like they they blocked all that stuff, and then you know you I went out and I made my own shit, and they would actually like censor. They would see some stuff that I was making. They'd be like, you have to go back through that and, and censor that out. They were the wow. uh, standards and practices before uh, yeah. for their child's home movies. Oh, yeah. my God. That's fucking crazy. You've been dealing man. with that your entire life. My so, entire like, when life. standards and practices come up, you're, you're like, thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah. Now I'm used to it. So, no South Park, none of that. No wow. no cursing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we'll get grounded if I create something like that. And then cut to, you know couple uh decade later and i got a show that's premiering after south park yeah what that's the gonna be cool fuck man <laughs> come on kai that's unreal now you know what i mean so now they've had to like really really i've called that irony out i've definitely like you know been like whoa what's up let's rethink it and they've yep. had to come to terms with kind of the type of stuff that i create and now they're super supportive. They're just like, okay, you're fucking weird. You're hypersexual. <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened with you? <laughs> but they, and, but well, I mean, yeah. you took away South Park. You took <laughs> yeah. away that outlet. I didn't have an outlet. I, I couldn't yeah. see Beavis and Butthead. There yeah. are the kinds of people that would, that would uh, say that video games are partially the problem for a lot of all this stuff that's mm-hmm. going on. When I'm like, I don't know. I think it's actually might be the one thing that's like helping. Yeah, I think you know? a lot. Like, I think yeah. the kid is thinking about like doing something crazy, and then they get to go home and play Call of Duty and like blow away some bad guys. Maybe they go like, ah, yeah, yeah, that felt good. Yeah, it's like a massage of the weird warped mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I find it brilliant that you basically were like. Um, I can't see certain things. I I can't get the funny, so I'm gonna make it myself. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, you know. Yeah. That's some, I mean, very proactive. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you were uh, smoking back then, but that's a very active stoner thought. To no, be like, I mean, I wasn't smoking back then. I, I didn't really start smoking. Well, I, I smoked cigarettes. I was like, yeah. I was into that. And you loved I quit them. that shit. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, that stuff's bad for you. It's bad for your kids. <laughs> Get that shit out. Bad for your kids. Um, yeah. And Expensive. then throughout, like, throughout all now seven seasons of this show, was were there any points where... Uh, like was there ever like a Yoko Ono of the group that like tried to break you guys up or there ever like a time where you're like oh man are we still gonna do this like <laughs> what a fucking Katie Curry well, question I mean I season could... four someone gets a crazy girlfriend you're like ah shit it's all over <laughs> there wasn't there was not a, a an individual that came mm-hmm. in and like kind of broke it all up we're all very good with relationships I think yep. yeah so like you know we can kind of handle it and we're all very tight anyways so it's not I don't know there's there's not a lot that could break us Good. up in terms of that we can just take the higher road yep. yeah cool i mean did you have like execs coming in saying what if they all got fired i think it just became hard to make the show man i think yeah. just living in those characters for that long was a little bit challenging but sure. the, the the event that happened where it was like oh my god are we actually what's going to happen was when i remember when blake jumped off the roof and well i mean yeah yeah when he back and broke his you back. back yeah 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 i was in i was there 
I was that, in the kitchen. And, I didn't see it happen. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, I think that's yeah. I think Blake Blake told that story, but yeah, he jumped off a. I can't remember what the reason for him doing it. <laughs> I mean, it was simply just like do it, do it, do it. <laughs> okay, I mean, so any party peer and then pressure, like, you know, yeah. like just drunk and stoned, and, uh, you know, and, and feeling invincible, right? Yeah, boozy like, confidence, man. This is it exactly. Jumped off onto a beer beer pong table, busted his back. When I found out that his back was broken, and they were like, "Yo, he might not." Like, because he was really close. Like millimeters, severing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, to severing the cord. That is unfucking real. Yeah. So uh, that would I was like, that's going to change the whole show. That's yeah. going to change everything. And yeah, then, Blake's going to come back in a wheelchair in season four. Yeah. That's going mean, to be weird. But then I realized, even if he did come back in a wheelchair, we could still make the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, all right, so it's not going to be over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, now, so now we'll just do wheelchair jokes. It'll be great. Yeah. yeah. Now we're opened up to a whole yeah. new... <laughs> Kind of great, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. blessing. Yeah, we can like attach two soda bottles, yeah. sh- shake them up really hard, and then attach them onto his <laughs> thing, and then let him go and see and watch him fly. Yeah, Perfect, man. Yeah, done, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it is health okay? That's one thing, but like, is there? In, you guys all live together too, yeah. or, or no? Blake and Adam live together during the show, right? Well, during the show, yeah. yeah. Before the show and season one, I lived with both those dudes. That's right. Yeah. And you guys would like write a lot to get. I mean, what a benefit too! Like people don't realize that you guys going out of your way to do that. To me, was like when I found that out, I was like, oh, that seems like the greatest. Because if you are around each other all the time like that, a you know uh, anyone who has that kind of rapport with a friend can attest. Like you know. When I would travel with Brad and then we would do the podcast, I was like, oh, yeah, these podcasts are becoming that much better because we've spent this much time together, like, sh- yeah. building rapport and riffing off each other. So when mm-hmm. you're around totally. each other at the house and you're writing, like, that's what an incredible advantage. It really is. Cause, and that's how you can create, like, your own vernacular. You know what I mean? You can create your own, like, coded language with the tight buttholes and the barrages of it all. Yeah. You know, and it's just become second nature. It's not like a writer, 40-year-old, or... Shit, we're almost forty, but like, it's not. It's not, not I'm just kidding, <laughs> but it's not like a, a an older person being like, "Yes, yeah, somebody." If somebody said "tight butthole," that would be hilarious. Yeah, you know, it was like you just lived us, it. Yeah, it was just us being like, "Yeah, that's cool." Well, but that, recognizing that, like, so the, oh, that's, 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 I think yeah. that plays with the naturalness. That's the the real dynamic of friends where they make things up, and they're all in on it. Yeah, you yeah, know? It's just, and then. Uh, yeah and then at the same time you're in a you're in an environment where when someone says something strange or something weird you're in an environment that's supportive and like instead of a bunch of people going what the fuck was that that was dumb you have a bunch of you have a bunch of guys going whoa whoa say that one more time yeah write that down right that could be something oh exactly like blake is one of the worst speakers i think i've ever heard (laughs) like the way like a lot of times when he'll like put something together his sentence structure can be like amazingly like <laughs> sophomoric yeah and like there's i can't even think of how many times we'd be in a punch-up and him or or one of us would say something and it's just like wait what that was so wrong it was perfect let's yeah. put it in the script and then we're gonna say that in two weeks <laughs> i mean in front of cameras that's that's that, that that's perfect because how many times have uh, have Dude's been hanging out with each other going, oh, my God, that would be so funny in a show. And then it ends right there. Right. And then you get to be like, oh, my God, that would be so funny to have in a show. Wait, we have a show. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. And, then, and, then you, and then you put it in, and it's, and it's actually funny. Totally. Oh, my God. What, so it, what is it like to uh, hear that like, people like Woody Harrelson and Stiller, Ben Stiller, Jack Black, like fans of the show, and then 
some of them get. I mean, Stiller and Jack Black being on it. Like, what is that like? That's tight. I mean, that, <laughs> you know, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm happy that like growing up and watching people like Stiller and Jack Black, and then you know, being fans of them mm-hmm. and like really kind of worshiping what they do comedically. Yeah, you know, and then to find out that the feelings mutual. It's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and then when you meet them, it's like, cool. We actually would, like, if we went to high school together, we probably would have been making shorts. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. if I met you yeah. in Orange County, we probably would have been doing yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. You know? But it, ta- it but it, I mean, and that's why it's so special when, like, those, like, you guys coming together like that or, or, and then getting a chance to have them on is so unique because it's like, fuck, man, there's probably a handful of people out there like that. But the, the circumstances to, like, be, t- you know, in the same place and meet up and, why did they say anything that was like or quote anything or like how was directing them too well i mean i only directed jack and jack's super chill yeah Mm -hmm. you know i was i was in the scene with the scenes with ben outside in the wrestling ring and my brother directed oh nice but that's the coolest because that was my brother's first day of professional directing was it really yeah and he's he's directing ben stiller yeah yeah (laughs) so he was your dp for every uh what's up adam Adam was the director of photography. Adam, right. Adam's a director now. Right. Yeah. But I mean, for everything up until that was your... He was just... He was like my assistant, basically, right. before that. That's yeah. how we got him in. Yeah. That's but so great. But he, he lived in the house with us. Right. Like, he lived in the, in the house with me and Blake and Adam and him and his wife. So, like... That's a power combo, you two, man. Like, two very with-it bros. Like, that. you guys, I mean, get comedy and then, like, having all the aspects of like knowing oh, what to dude, do it's wild man it's pretty dope man i mean just seeing it on uh, work ox and then like on all you know both seasons of house party yeah um it's uh it's pretty unique yeah yeah but yeah so his first day of directing was with uh, directing ben and and he's kind of loud my brother like sometimes is just pretty he's got a booming voice <laughs> yeah yeah and so he's in the ring and he's trying to can control the whole set he's like all right everybody this is what we're gonna do and he's like got the nerves of like first time directing oh, like, oh man like, kyle you're over there and ben ben and ben's like i'm right here dude yeah shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> now like, and just ripped him in front of the whole crew it was oh, great wow, it was amazing. it was perfect yeah, and, and you guys are all so tight that you, you you don't look at him and and like you said he lived with you guys so you're not looking at him like who's this fucking guy like he like he's been a part of it like yeah. the whole time so when that happens it's not like a mutiny it's just you guys are laughing about it right do yeah. you tell somebody like jack black like do like I mean, is it assumed like, yeah, man, if you think of something funny, like do it? Or do you say, oh. do you give them, do you need to like relay that? Well, sometimes I, I, I absolutely open up the floor for improv. You know what I mean? And like pitching and adding in if something's super funny in the, in the moment. You know, sometimes people will need to ask more questions than others. Like, can I say this? Can I say this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Jack's the type that is just going to run with it. Once he gets the okay, he's just going to go. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Like, I love that. That's my favorite thing because we just I like talking character more than I like talking lines. Nice, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So then the, what comes out of the character's mouth hopefully is like super true to the situation. Yeah, it's hilarious. That, yeah. You know what? That you know what? <laughs> that's, that's a point that's, that I don't yeah. I don't want to gloss over. You talk character more than you talk lines because if you if you're in the character if the if the person <laughs> understands the character and they're in it and they totally get then whatever they say that's going to be the line that that will be the person that that character would have said yeah so yeah. I, I i i love the fact that you say that uh because i mean 
I've been I've been on sets before where I don't get a line exact or like someone doesn't get it aligned exactly the way the the writer wrote it, but it makes sense, and yet they stop and like make sure they get it like to the to the T, and you're like, okay, I get it. That's what the writer did, and that's obviously they worked really hard on it. But in the moment, if I'm in this thing, do you want me to like hesitate and be thinking about the lines, or do you want me just to go? Right, exactly. I I, I would say let's go, just yeah. go, ditch whatever the contraction in the, is that you can't say you right I mean? right like, right ditch that and let's just roll because like they that then you're on the hunt for the truth and the truth is always going to be funnier than the phraseology i guess yeah i mean if you have to choose one i, I would choose yeah truth. i mean it's, it's one it's one thing you have like aaron sorkin writing your shit and it's like okay well I should probably get this right. Right, but that's also dramatic <laughs> yeah. and also very like in, informational. You know what I mean? Comedy yes. is neither drama- dramatic or informational. <laughs> it's just it's, it's beats. vibe. Yeah. It's vibe, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and and, so, and sometimes you discover those beats and sometimes you discover that vibe on set you, that it can't be duplicated when someone's sitting down at a computer writing out words. And you know this cuz you're you know you're you're involved in the writing yeah well i mean and and i also it, it stemmed from laziness it stemmed <laughs> from like just not like r- wanting to write down anything right right stemmed from just wanting to do it all in my head edit in camera and go from here to there to here to there let's just improv the scene and let's go you right know? um i guess that is just that's laziness that's sloth right there <laughs> what? Yeah, hear you hear that, kids? Be lazy, and you too can have a hit show for seven seasons on Comedy Central. Um, now, house party. I want to talk about house. Yeah, party. exactly. Oh, let's, let's talk about yeah. the wonderful house party. Yeah, great, right? Oh, it's the best. Uh, <clears throat> so, Adam Devine's house party, the stand-up show. That when Adam comes to you and goes, "Yo, I'm gonna do basically the uh, stand-up showcase show for Comedy Central. It's gonna be not just stand-up, like have stories and and." I mean, is it how easy of a sell is it when, or you just kind of go, yo, man, anything you want to do, I'm going to be a part of oh, it. Oh, I mean, it's it's like he's like, I sold this show to Comedy Central. Like the initial conversation was yeah. like, I sold the show. It's going to be a stand up show. And I was like, that's tight. Because I've been watching Adam since open mics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we've always discussed how like stand up's cool and like so is sketch and always back and forth. So yeah. when he came to me saying that he had sold a, a, a blend show, I was like, yeah, okay, perfect. And then he said he wanted me to direct it. And I was like, cool, let's do it, <laughs> yeah, you know. Dude. And then it's like doing a live show. I've never done that before. Yeah. You know, which was a trip. The first day, first shooting was like probably one of the most stressful days of my career because it was just like, we're going live. And I'm like, I don't, okay. Yeah. Get the lights up. We, let's go, I guess. <laughs> it's just. Wow. Like, yeah. I mean, because it, I mean, going from a, a, a set to where now you have, a live audience and you have stand-up comics where you can't exactly stop a stand-up comic like mid-sentence like hey yeah, 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 we missed that do do that again yeah. great now you just fucked up the set totally so you, ha- you, you have to just get it right yeah just kind of got to go for it and then mm-hmm. and we did it and you know there were some growing pains but then once we did it in LA then we felt confident enough to take it to New Orleans and then I love the LA season by the way <clears throat> I know obviously I'm biased because I was on it, but uh, oh yeah, but also yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, New Orleans and Hawaii were, I mean, yeah, obviously locations like that are just like the shit, and what you guys did with it and the world you created were so great, and the storylines and and the part just being able to hang out there too is like the greatest. Yeah, those are cool because it was like a traveling circus. <laughs> yes, you know, mm-hmm. the LA one was just like a really quick, super hard show to shoot. Yeah, 
but it was fun. It was like a camp. Yeah. It was like an L.A. camp. Like, yeah. I'm driving to camp, yep. and I'm going back to my house. Totally. Yeah, it was like deep in the valley, like yeah. an hour and change away, yeah. Uh, and New Orleans, I mean, that to me was like, I don't know how it was for you. I mean, I, I, mean, I assume because we had a lot of uh, dope times, but uh, like, yeah. I mean, I was there for, I think, two weeks, and you were there for... I was there for a little over a month. Yeah. In mm. New Orleans. Yeah. At, <laughs> at a dope hotel, a yeah. couple blocks from... Like where all the madness happens, yeah. And you shooting got, a show, going and out, you got a per diem. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Going out every night, like uh, with the most fun people. Like, oh yeah. I, I don't know, man. It seemed like you know. I mean, it, I think definitely most people were ready to come back at the end of it because you're like, oh, I don't know if my body can take more of this. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I I wasn't even hitting it. I, the yeah. Interesting. You were thing being about, smart. The interesting thing about my life is that right before New Orleans, like um, like. I kid you not, three weeks before New Orleans, I quit drinking and quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, I found myself in fucking New Orleans. <laughs> oh my and God. I, I can't smoke cigarettes and I'm, I can't drink. And I'm just like, oh my God. But I, I like smoked so much weed yeah. and just found solace in the music. I, I must have bought like, you know, 150 records while I was there because I was yeah. just like, give me that, give me the music, let me go to any. It was crazy. The music really was unbelievable there. Like, unbelievable. What was some of the yeah. coolest shit you saw other than like the bands that associated with the show? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I did a video for a guy named Luke Winslow King uh, while we were out there during one of the weekends. Oh, shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I pulled the crew. I was like, Sunday, we're shooting a video. That's unbelievable. Yeah, so shot a video. and What's it called? Is it online? Yeah, it's called it's Luke Winslow King. It's a video for the song called Swing That Thing. <laughs> That's pretty very tight. New Orleans. It's really great. We <laughs> shot at yeah. The, yeah, we shot at the Blue Nile right next door. Nice. That's great. Yeah. And that, I mean, and you've done you've done music videos. I mean, you did uh, uh, Childish Gambino. Yeah, yeah. We got nominated for uh, an MTV award no that shit. year. Yeah. No shit, man. Which video? Heartbeat. Mm-hmm. The one, it's like he's being driven around, or he's driving around this girl in the back seat, and then they just like park and make out, and then they drive back. It's pretty sexy. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then, he's dope, huh? It, it, yeah. yeah, man. And I then mean, you got to meet him on Community. Is that how that relationship yeah, got going? Totally. I met him on Community, and then we did, uh, he was doing videos at that point. He had a little bit of money to make some videos, so he hired yeah. me to do that, and then we conceptualized it, and then shot it in a day at my brother's house. And Amazing. Yeah, it's it's like that video is so rad because that like I look at what he's doing right now with Atlanta. Yeah, you know, and it's how it's taking on like its own tone and stuff like that. And I I really do feel um, uh, happy that I was able to be there in the beginning when he was starting that tone. He yeah, was like he Hell was yeah. departing. He was going away from his Derek roots and then away from the you know the community thing and finding this musician that was like really willing to take chances. And then he came back with the videos, and now he got the yeah. show, and it's like, it's dang, really what a str- journey. It's really insane how he's able to create these different personas that, like, I don't even link with each other. Like, I don't link the rapper Childish Gambino with the actor Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. I don't put them as the same person. They're two right. completely separate entities, and it, you know, it's, it's it's not like Keanu Reeves trying to be in Dog Star, where it's like, all right, that's. Keanu Reeves and Dogstar. Like, that's the same persona. Well, that's something that, like, you know, that I think that even us as a culture are able to, like, comprehend mm-hmm. the separation of the two more so than we ever have before. Right? Yeah. 
where people have these like side hustles and personas and stuff and these clothing lines outside of the TV shows. Everybody has these like brands that sure. have these little sub things inside of them. Well, I mean, Adam yeah. Devine. Yeah. Adam Devine. Like he's got the modern family guy. Oh man, yeah, run and, the gamut. He's running the gamut. Yeah, and then he's got yeah. like the the, the the same guy that's on Modern Family which is Disney owned. Mm-hmm. Is doing workaholics. Mm-hmm. Is doing crazy movies. Is doing like it, it's. He's got that persona that's like okay, th- th- this is the clean family friendly Adam Devine, and then this is a guy that says tight butthole. Oh yeah, there was right. a t- <laughs> there, there was a time during the tour when we walked off an airplane. It was literally like a consecutive like different. It was like moms and teenage girls being like bumper, and then maybe perfect. steps yeah. later it was like tiny like you know seven eight year old girls being like you know the manny, and then right yeah. after that being like. Where's the right band? Butthole. You're like, Jesus Christ. Like right in front of the kids. And they're like, well, that's, hey man, when you spin the gamut like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, it's cool. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of a time when you can do that because mm-hmm. shit, why not? Like, I like a lot of different things too. Yeah. How do you know? feel like social media helped the show? Uh, or just help. I mean, you guys in general right now. I think it's, I think it allows us to take control of our own, like what, what we feel about things. I yeah. think that that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, social media totally helped the show. Yeah. Hashtag tight butthole, hashtag workaholics. <laughs> like, yo, I, that was like, we, Twitter came out and then we were uh, around the first like live tweet a show. Oh, for real? So we could actually like watch the hashtag workaholics like refresh. I remember. Yeah. And that was like fucking crazy because you would see the line on television then you'd be like oh they like that one you know we'd all be sitting around being like they like that line hell yeah they like that line (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's the closest that you can get to sort of that live feedback the way the way stand-ups get it the way we say a joke and instantly get that feedback oh yeah that was yeah that was you guys putting a joke out there and right when it aired you'd be like they liked it. Yeah, they that's loved awesome. It. Look at that. Oh god, that's uh, cool. We got about ten more minutes. I want to know a few things, though. I do want to know back to New Orleans real quick. Like, yeah. I don't know if Brad remembers this, but this was one of the craziest things I saw. When and I want to just know what was going through your head now that it's been months later. But uh, in one of the episodes, you had to wrestle uh, a gator, <laughs> and I remember just like being around you and like feeling your pre-gator wrestle energy was like fucking nuts, dude. And like, and then doing it, like, can you just? To like, exp- like break that down a little bit sure yeah uh, I have to get transported back in that moment because I remember like <laughs> it was written that I had to wrestle a gator yes and yeah. I was like hell yeah let's do it yeah right yep and then the sounds day- fun I'm down for whatever yeah then the day comes yep and it's like oh today's the day I'm wrestling a gator holy shit we really called for a gator there's really a gator coming today yeah. oh my god with a trainer and everything with a trainer and everything and then at lunch being like where's the gator <laughs> Let me see the gator. <laughs> Where is it? Like, is it around here? Or, and then the dude had it in the back of his pickup truck, and it was in a box. And he was like, Fuck. you want to see it? Come on over here. And, I, and he, it's like this coffin-looking thing. And he opens up the box, and the thing's like asleep, kind of. And I just see I mean, it's fucking like... It's huge. Massive. Massive. So scary. So strong. By the way, so angry. Just in a box in a truck. Like, yeah, so right. I'm like, okay, it's hot as hell. This thing's sleeping. And then he puts like some... He pokes it. And the thing goes, wow! And just like oh, snaps up. Oh, and shit. I'm like... And like, it feels like... I'm like, did it break the box? What happened? And it was just like... It was so scary. So then six hours later, I have to wrestle the thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, Which felt like forever. Yeah. The longest six hours of your life. And I, I had enough time to like, you know, I remember I brought Durs over. I was like, look at this thing. You think I should do it? Like, because he was in New Orleans that time. Yeah, was, that's right. There. And I talked to Blake about it. I'm like, should I do it? I called my wife. I'm like, I'm going to do it. She's like, all right. I'm like, she's cool with it. <laughs> and then, and then, I, then we do it. And it like took its tail. I, they told me how to do it. Like get on top of it, yeah. straddle it, yeah, and then reach down, grab it. But what they did is they taped the right. They taped the mouth shut. That was so, huge. So that was like, even so, is still very scary. A thou- because guess what, dude? Like, that's just tape. Yeah. And that's a fucking gator. And I yeah, bet yeah. in the history of taped gator mouths, a couple have broken through the seam. You I mean, know what I'm saying? I've, I think we've all seen at least one or two gator YouTube videos where my personal favorite is the guy like tapping the gator on the nose, like, look at what I'm doing. And he's like tapping him on the nose and like pointing to a crowd, like, I'm such good. I mastered the, I have mastered the animal kingdom. I'm so, and then the gator bites his arm and goes yeah. to a death roll. Or the video and of you're, the, and you're the, just like, oh shit, <laughs> that's real. Fuck. That can happen. I know, man. Like, I, I, do you look back on that now going, I wrestled a fucking gator. Uh, I mean, I've done a lot of things. Yeah. I, I that's, <laughs> that's wow. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Wrestling gator is not at the top, huh? Not really, man. That's dope, What's at dude. the top? <laughs> You gonna oh. write a book at some point? I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I almost lit myself t- completely on fire. Like when I was like 16 years old, my brother almost like lit me on fire for a video. Uh, falling off of roofs because my mom dared me to do something. <laughs> Wait, your like, mom dared you? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we just—it's a wild. It's a wild. No family. South Park in the house, but feel free to light yourself on fire, mom. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Oh, Jesus. Hey. That's what. That's how I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! All right, mom's got skills. You can't jump off the roof until you eat your vegetables. Yeah, exactly, dude. Wow. Wait. So you're so you're uh, your parents do have a good sense of humor. It sounds like. Oh, totally. Yeah. My family now, like my family is is funny. Mm-hmm. They're funny. Like my grandpa is one of the funniest dudes. Oh no shit. Yeah, and I think both of them actually cracked me up growing up. But but my one grandpa is just whip smart and like puns. Well, Puns for days. It's not the best, dude. Yeah. At that age, to be like that sharp is like, it, it's inspiring to say the least. You know, you're like, man, yeah. you can still be that, you know, with it. The first pornographic <laughs> like joke I think I ever read came from his house. That was just like, a, it was like a drawing of a dude on a farm, and he had his pants down, and his like ass is pointed to camera, <laughs> and mm-hmm. his wife's over there, and he's like, "I swear to God, the snake bit it." Now come on over here, suck <laughs> the poison out. And I, <laughs> and I remember opening that book when I was like seven years old, being like, "Damn, what?" What? I bet that feel kind of good. <laughs> like, like putting it all together and it's so like, great. oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's an amazing place to learn. That, <laughs> that was my grandpa. I mean, and, and, and then you ask your grandpa, like, yeah. hey, grandpa, you ever snake bite your dick? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then the books were hidden. And now I, but then when I went down there recently, I grabbed them and I got them at my house. So hopefully, there you go. amazing. People. I mean, do, does he call you now and goes, did you steal my book? <laughs> like, I've been looking for a good uh, snake dick joke i can't find my book so good that's awesome um uh and hawaii what did you love about hawaii house party oh hawaii house party was just i mean the vibe was perfect yeah it was chill cool Mm -hmm. to shoot i mean weather was i don't know if you've dealt with weather like that in any sort of a shoot before where 
It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. But yeah, we did have to wait for the weather a few times, you know. But then but, you're also like, I'm waiting in Hawaii. And that one, I, that season, I gave to my brother. I was like, you're going to direct right, all yeah. the sketch stuff, and I'm going to direct all the live stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I gave him the hard stuff, yeah. and then I took the other hard stuff. How did you, uh, how was it doing the live stand-up stuff? Did you like, because I mean, for people who, uh, you know, saw the show, it's like, there's a lot of stuff going on in between, and you, I mean, to really set up, it's not just, hey, comic, come out, do jokes. Right. I mean, you're definitely back there running the ship. Yeah, I mean it's fun. It's it's gotten better over the years, yeah. you know, as we kind of learned what we can and can't accomplish, but yeah. you know, it's fun. It's always great. I love live. I love And how was know. the opener? You guys had an opener for all the shows that was like some Jewish guy who had like <laughs> yeah, looked really good guy. in flannels and shit, like Yeah, yeah, totally wear flannels in the hot stage for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you did that. I bought a couple of Hawaiian shirts, and then I just, those are my go-tos. No, it's great. It's always <laughs> yeah. fun, man. I always love when you're up there warming it up, then I have to cut you out, and you're like, who is that? <laughs> I love it. And then, uh, and then now that, what's happening? What is that? Oh, that's your TV. <laughs> oh, my God. That was freaking me the fuck out. Yeah, your TV just started playing. Um, and, now, and, now that it's, and now that it's done, now that uh, Workaholics is coming huh. to a close, like, uh, do, do you all do you already have things that are planned out? Do you want to continue to work with the guys in other projects? Yeah, I mean, we have a lot, a lot, a lot of projects in development right now. Awesome. We're definitely like trying to get it all going. But the one that we're doing this year, we're gonna me and Blake and Durs and Adam are making a movie for Netflix. Yeah, awesome. Called Game Over, man. Yeah. So I'm like in prep on that right now. Oh shit. Yeah. Because yeah, you guys shoot after right when we get back from the tour, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. When you guys come back, I'll, I will have already been up in Vancouver for about a month and a half at that point. Oh shit! Just prepping. All in Vancouver, oh, dude. That's going to be the greatest. Oh, it's about to be so fucking legit, dude. I can't wait. The I movie. love, and it sounds like they're yeah. from what Adam told me. Netflix is being real cool. Yeah, they're cool. It's um, a good place to create right yeah. now, and yeah. I, it's great for us because we don't do well when people are like nitpicking the actual words that we're yeah. saying. Sure. <laughs> you know? Dude, when you've developed a brand like that and a and a you know, just a, a flow, it's like you gotta also man, comedy like you got it's you know, one of the things we ran into with like Mad T V being on CW, it's like you can't have be limited in any way with A sketch, but I think B comedy that is comedy in general. Like if you're, you know, trying to really be as funny as you can you can't be put in any sort of a box yeah right. and yeah. and yeah. You, you wrestle guys the gator got without yeah. the tape yeah. <laughs> i should have that was my one regret <laughs> you know my one regret one was, comedy my regret. one regret your limbs don't regret it <laughs> i saw a kid grab a gator by the tail yeah and it would have looked so fucking sick if i would have did that oh so my that's my God. regret is that i should have grabbed the gator by the tail that's it because wait because that's, it sounds like a weird cajun fortune cookie <laughs> You got grab a gator by the tail, man. That's, just, that's what you got to do. Wait, life. I don't understand because that made it. I jump back. To, I jump back to the gator. I just jumped back to the gator, and my regret was that I didn't grab it by the tail. Right. I should have grabbed it by the tail because that's a dominant move. Because it's an easy move, the oh. gator probably wouldn't have hurt me, and it would have looked super sick. Yeah, because yeah. the gator can't flip around. Right. Oh, because exactly. then he's str- struggling and trying yeah. to chase and you, then, and he can't. And then you just have that photo, and then that's what, and then that's what you show to every guy at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> like oh you think you're tough have you ever wrestled a gator and you just like pull out a photo exactly. that would be a cool move by the way as a dude yeah. like because dudes it <laughs> takes such a it. small st- yeah. have your man photos on <laughs> on standby instead of your id that's how we let people into bars <laughs> yeah what's that's the your cool man. shit you've done yeah because <laughs> your man photo yeah. and you like bust out wrestle a gator you know like adam i don't know what yours would be like if you were hanging upside down from the 
Ghostbusters movie. That might be it. Yeah, yeah that'd be badass. Be wrestling a panda bear. It is kind of funny when you're they're just like in going to bars. They're like, show me a smaller picture of you, and then I'll let you in. But I mean, I guess it's the birthday thing. But like, do you really need it? Like, it should. I'm just like, <laughs> look, I'm not even high, but I'm just you're rubbing off on me. But I think it's just I'm saying like. If it was a picture of you wrestling a gator instead of your ID to get into a bar, you know what I'm saying? I right, mean, yeah, yeah. like that's how that's you get you do it. it. Right. Like yeah. the bar standards are like, dude, we don't care how old you are; it's what you've done. I love that. Not where yeah. you've that's been. Great. Then you could have three year olds who have like, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, who've traveled around the world in a hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. you've earned this whiskey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, like every other week, there's a story about some kid who's like, this kid is only eight years old, but by himself, he got in a sailboat and went from Florida all the way to Brazil. You're like, yeah. Let him drink. Give him a beer. Let him yeah. drink. <laughs> he earned give it. Give him a beer. Let him drive. Let him vote. Let's go. Yeah, give Thank him you. some fucking heroin. I don't care what he's yeah. got. He, like, he sailed to damn I Brazil. Mean, do not stunt this man's ability. <laughs> yeah. Don't hinder it. <laughs> do not stunt this man's. Make oh, it happen. Right. So, I mean, basically, your, well, your advice of, for life is just... Grab the gator by the tail. Grab the gator by the tail. You better believe it. That's a great story. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kai, you're the best. Thanks for doing this. Hey, no problemo, mi amigo. Okay. <laughs> so, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them that Brad Williams and Adam Ray can help you get through the fucking day. Just follow us on Twitter at Funny Brad and I'm at Adam Ray Comedy. This has been the About Last Night Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's me, Tony Danza. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the About Last Night Podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.